What's up? What is the dealio? Welcome to the Tech G Show. Technology G Show. All right, so this uh this video goes out to hope I'm pronouncing your name right. E E Y A S U. I have no idea how to pronounce your first name. E Y A S U. Iasu Mesvin. Alright, anyways, he left me a message on Instagram. And sorry. Um, for some reason, I these messages on Instagram, they don't be like sending me alarms or notifications. Anyways, he says he's currently 20 years old and doesn't know if he should go down the path of certifications starting with IT fundamentals until he gets an entry-level help desk job, or should he just go to college? Then he says he's also considering a two-year associate's degree in cybersecurity, but he's not sure if it would be worth it. All right, so um, we're just going to call you E because I can't pronounce your first name. So knowing what I know today, E, Knowing what I know today about life, about bills, about debt, about credit, and about money, if I could rewind the clock back to 2000 when I was 20 years old, because I'm 41 right now, and I had to make this exact same decision as you about whether or not I should go to college or I should just go ahead and focus on getting IT certifications, I would go ahead and skip college. That's what I would do. <laughs> That's what I would do. Now, unless you have a scholarship, because I went to college on a scholarship, so unless you have a scholarship or you have some family members who are willing to pay for your college or you hit the numbers, um... I would probably skip, I would, me personally, I would have skipped college. Now, I did go to college on a scholarship, so, you know, I'm slightly different. But the reason I'm saying this is because, you know, you can go to college, right? Unless you're majoring in something STEM-related, like you want to become an architect, an engineer, a scientist, a doctor, um, what else? Maybe even some type of technologists of sorts. I got to be honest, I really don't even see the benefit of most college degrees. I mean, I'm just going to be straight up with you. And it's sad because you got a lot of young people. They go to college these days, they get these worthless college degrees. They get saddled with all this student debt. And now you see them online hoping and praying that the president cancels out their debt so that, you know, they can go out there and live a happy, healthy life of sorts. You know what I mean? So if it were me, I was 20 years old. Knowing what I know today, I would skip college and just go straight for my IT certifications. And the reason is, one is the cost factor. So how much does it cost to go to college these days? You could be looking at, you could be looking at a college debt. What's up, um, Abdi? You could be looking at a college debt of um, anywhere between like 20000 to as high as $100,000 a year, depending upon what school you go to and how many years you're in school, yada, 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 right? That's what you could be looking at just to get a four-year degree 
So you can hang a piece of paper on your wall and then uh, start writing checks to the student loan people unless you had a scholarship like I did back in the day. With IT, you can go out there and drop like, I don't know, let's just go say, let's just say you sign up for a boot camp or something like that. You might spend a couple thousand dollars depending upon what it is. But let's just say you, you spend like $5,000 to go get, to go take like a cybersecurity boot camp or whatever. And you come up out of that thing with an A plus, net plus, security plus, maybe a certified ethical hacker, and maybe something else out there, penetration testing. You can have $5,000 or however, let's just say $5,000 it costs you to, uh, to take all that stuff, which I'm just, I'm just using that as a number. By the time you go out there and get your first job, which you shouldn't have an issue getting a job, you will make all that money back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You'll make all that money back that you invested into your IT certification skills. And so here's the thing. You said, um, you said you're also considering getting a two-year associate's degree in cybersecurity, but you're not sure if it's worth it. Well, there are pros and cons to IT. Well, I'm not going to say pros and cons, but there are some pros to having an IT college degree. Now, the first thing is, if you want to go get you a college degree in something related to IT, you might as well just go ahead and get the four-year degree instead of the two-year degree. I mean, you know, you're already in college. You might as well spend the extra money. But based off of my experience, college degrees, IT college degrees, I should say, those outside of programming and coding and computer scientists, those degrees are only really good for helping you maybe move up to like a management position of sorts. Or if you want to become like a college professor or, you know, teaching IT or you want to work at a tech college teaching IT, like or maybe even if you want to move up to the executive suite one day, like. Those are the only benefits that I really know of when it comes to getting a standard IT degree, whether, you know, even if it's a cybersecurity or something like that. Like, I personally don't know of any real benefit outside of that. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't go get your cybersecurity degree. It can possibly help you out later on in life. But a cybersecurity degree um, it's, it's, at the end of the day, it's just another college degree. And that's not going, oftentimes that's not going to be the big wow factor on your resume that helps you go out there and secure a high paying job in IT or even an entry level job. What's going to help you secure those entry level jobs? Cause you mentioned something. Let me get the notes again. I had to write this down. You said, um, you're 20 years old. You don't know if you should go down the path of getting certifications, um, starting with IT fundamentals until you get an entry-level help desk job. So let's just talk about an entry-level help desk job. You know, you're out there running around, plugging in network cables, resetting user passwords, creating user accounts, taking out the trash, answering phones, <laughs> you know, stuff like that, the grunt work. Uh, no. Nobody's really going to care too much about your college degree. They're only going to want to see, do you got more than likely your A plus and or network plus and maybe even your security plus certification. And so 
you factor that in, how much does it cost to get those certs? So the A plus cert, remember it's two tests, the hardware and the software. Each test costs about $220, assuming you pay full price. If you want a discount on a voucher, go visit my website. I sell discounted vouchers, but let's just say you pay, pay full price. So you're looking at like $400 for the A plus, the Network Plus, I believe that voucher costs around $300 something dollars and the Security Plus is probably around another $300. So what, what, what does the math come out to be, y'all? Just for the vouchers, we're looking at like $1,000 in vouchers, right? Then let's just go say you pay another couple hundred dollars for some training. You know, you buy some, you buy some notes off my website or you go sign up for somebody else's study materials or whatever it is that you do. Let's just say you spend like a grand total of like $2,000 to get these basic entry-level certs so that you can get you a help desk job. Well, that $2,000 is going to immediately make you marketable in this current society where, um, or this current economy, I should say, where everybody is scrambling to find IT personnel because for some reason, well, I'm not gonna say for some reason, but in this current economy, there are a bunch of IT jobs, everything from the lower level help desk jobs all the way up to the super duper jobs that pay all the money. And they just can't seem to find people to fill these positions because people don't have the necessary skills, experience, or certifications to do the job. So you go out there and get your cybersecurity degree, two-year degree or whatever it is you want to get. That is not going to place you higher in terms of marketability and employability than somebody who goes and spends maybe at max like two, $3,000 just to get some basic entry-level certs so they can jumpstart their career. Because here's another thing you gotta consider. So let's just say you're in college, going to college full-time, you know, working at Mickey D's or wherever you're working to pay for your education, taking out student loans, yada, yada, yada. You're in college two, three, four years. You're coming up out of that thing 24, uh, 20, well, you said you're 20. So let's just say you come up out of there 24, 25 years old. And now you got a few thousand dollars or so in student debt, whatever that translates into, depending upon what college you go to, whether it's a public college, private college and all that other stuff, right? Well, now let's take that. Now let's take a person who decided not to go to college. And so while you were enrolled in college, they decided to go get some IT certifications. And then they go out there within about six months to a year after taking, you know, the A plus, net plus, security plus to go get their first job. Fast forward to by the time you graduate college, this person has been working in IT for four years. I can almost guarantee that the person working in IT for four years who started off at the bottom with the entry level certs will be making way more money than you and have way less debt than you, you know, because they didn't go to college. They won't have any college debt, I should say. Uh, assuming they go out there, they get higher level certs, they get their experience up, they become more valuable to the marketplace. I can almost 100% guarantee you their salary will have doubled from, let's just say they come in, entry-level job making $15 an hour. 
Four years later, when you're graduating college, I wouldn't be surprised if that person that was making $15 an hour is making close to 60, 70,000 a year, or let's just say 60,000 a year. And this is assuming this person is doing all the right things. Like I say, they're becoming proficient at their job. They're getting their experience up. They're out there getting higher level certs beyond the entry, entry level stuff. Within about four years, man, they're going to be blowing you out of the water because you're going to come out of college like most other college students. And I think I looked this stat up today. They say the average college graduate, when they start, uh, go out there and get their first job, they say the average salary is like $50,000 a year. But that doesn't account for all the student debt that they're, they got to pay back, which eats up most of their money. Hence the term, uh, y'all heard of this term called boomerang babies. Anybody know what a boomerang baby is? So in case you don't know, I think that's the proper term. A boomerang baby is a kid that graduates college, but they can't afford to live on their own and start their life because student debt is killing them and they got to move back in with their mother and father. And they'll be living in the basement or living in their old room, paying their pants some rent while they're out there working their job because they just can't afford to go out there and, you know, get their life fully started. Now, obviously, you got special case people, those who come from rich families, those who want a scholarship, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, we're just talking about people that just go to college and they take out financial aid of some sorts. You know what I'm saying? So. Like I said, when I opened this video up, knowing what I know today, if I didn't, if I hadn't won my scholarship, because I won a full scholarship to go to college, and then after I joined the military, then after that, I used my GI Bill to pay for my graduate degree. So I technically never paid for college. But let's just say, if I had never won my scholarship, knowing what I know today, I personally would have skipped college and just went and got a job, got my entry-level certs, got out there, started making money, getting my life rolling, and then hopefully transition into a company that's going to pay me to go to college because that's another thing you got to think about, right? So you go out there, get your certs, get your life started. You're out there working, being a good, productive, uh, busy bee employer, uh, employee, doing all the right things to make the bosses happy so that you can hopefully get promotions and you know live your wildest fantasies. Um, oftentimes, you'll come into some companies, if it's a good company, they might offer to pay for your college for you in exchange for as a as a as a um, as a perk of employment or a benefit of your employment with the company. So what I'm saying is. If I was 20, <laughs> if I was 20 years old, knowing what I know today about life, about bills, about credit, about debt, about money. I personally would have skipped college if I didn't have a scholarship, went and just focused on my IT certifications and went straight to the money, start making money. Because in this industry, you can go from zero to hero in a relatively short amount of time with some, uh, with some, some, some IT certifications that may only take you a few months to acquire versus you going to school for four years or two years to get an associates you know you know how many certifications you can get in two years you can, you can go from it fundamentals to your ccna and maybe even beyond that just in two years you know how much your income could your income could potentially uh, potentially double 
just in two years. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I would do, especially if I know I want to go into the tech industry and work in IT. College would be, it wouldn't be at the top of my priority list, knowing what I know today. We'll be at the top of my priority list is going to get certified so I can get, get them resumes pumping and jumping, go out there, get hired and put some money in my pocket, go out there and get some experience. 18, 24 months later, I'm on to a new job or I'm on to a higher position of a responsibility, which oftentimes comes with a higher level of pay. While you're out there in college writing research papers and counting down days when the uh, when, when the student loans hit your mailbox. You know what I'm saying? That's what I, Mr. Tech G, would have done, knowing what I know today at the age of 41. You understand? But make your own decisions, because you're a grown man, even though you're 20 years old. But that's what I would have done, knowing what I know today. <laughs> Especially if I was 20 years old with the technology that you, that you all have today. Because, you know, think back to the year 2000. We didn't have YouTube in 2000. We didn't have smartphones. Uh, I don't even think we had distance learning. Now that I think about it, I think I remember seeing commercials in the late 90s, early 2000s, right around the turn of the century. There were commercials advertising saying, this is going to be the future, distance learning. You can learn through the internet. I remember watching that commercial like, wow, that's, that's some Star Trek stuff. Here we are today. <laughs> Got smartphones in our hands, high-speed internet, Wi-Fi, distance learning. You can watch videos, take somebody's course halfway around the world, and you know, be out there doing the damn thing with your life. And never have to step foot in a classroom like how I had to back in the day. So I would take those things into consideration. Um, like I once again, I'm not knocking college degrees. But I, like I say, like I tell my son, I got a 15 year old son. I, you know, I tell him all the time. I'm like, listen, we need to figure out he, he's in 10th grade. He just started 10th grade. So I'm giving him the speech, the old man speech. Right. I'm like, listen, son, we need to figure out what you want to do with your life. He's like, what you mean, dad? We need to figure out what you want to do with your life because you'll be 18 in three years. You'll be 25 in 10 years. You'll be 30 in 15 years. Time flies, buddy. So we need to figure out what you want to do with your life because you're not going to be a rapper. You're not going to do any, any of this other stupid stuff. I mean, you can do that in your spare time, but we need to get you some solid. We need to put together a solid plan just in case your fantasies of becoming the next celebrity, social media celebrity or whatever doesn't, doesn't pan out. So we need to figure out what we're going to do with your life, son. And so depending upon what you tell me you want to do or you express strong interest in is going to dictate the path we go. So if you be like, hey, dad, I want to do tech like you. Guess what, son? We're not going to college. We're going to take all this money I've been saving up since you were a baby in the event that you do go to college. So I could just pay, so I could just write checks on the spot to pay for your education. We're going to take all that money. We're going to invest it into some, some certification programs to get you certified out in these streets so you can go out there and become competitive. And then whatever's left over is going to be your seed money to start your life, courtesy of your pops. <laughs> if you do decide to go to college, you'd be like, hey, dad, I want, to be a, I want to be a doctor. All right, well, then we got to start preparing to go to college. 
You understand? Because, you know, that's that's the path that you have to go. But if you want to if you want to do, you know, so but if he does go to college, I got to give this speech to my son as well. I'm like, listen, dude, if I got to pay for your college, which, you know, more than likely I am, because, you know, if he goes to college, you can major in anything that you want. So as long as it's STEM, that's like your only options. That's the only thing I'm paying for. So you can be a doctor. You can be an architect. You can be an engineer. You can be some type of technologist, computer scientist. You can pick something out of that. I'll pay for it. But if you come up to me talking about, Dad, I want to be a history major, I'm going to tell you, you need to go get a job and pay for that because I'm not paying for a history degree. You can go watch YouTube videos. You can go to the public library and become an expert in history all day long. So I'm not knocking college. I'm just saying, I think uh, if you do go to college, um, Mr. E, you need to pick something that society deems as valuable, meaning it's going to get you a job and you're not going to be working at Panera Bread with a master's degree. Are you going to be, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we run into those people a lot. No shade on them. No knock on them. That's just the reality of life. There are a lot of people who are underemployed. They got all this education in the world, but so many of them are just working in jobs that are not remotely directly related to their degree. So I don't want that for my son. And Mr. E, I don't want it for you. So if you go to college, pick something that is going to put money in your pocket and provide you a future, meaning there's going to be a job out there waiting for you or it's going to be extremely close to what it is that you went to school for. You understand? But if IT is what you want to do, I would say skip college because you don't really need a degree to get it popping in IT unless you're doing certain things in IT, like you want to become a computer scientist. Well, you got to go to college for that. But if you want to do cybersecurity, you ain't got to go to college for that. Man, you go get some certifications, A+, Net+, Security+, and something else out there, CEH or Penetration Tester, What's the other one? It's like C, what is it? C-A-S-Y or C-Y-S-A or something like that. I can't remember what it's called. You in the game and you get all them certs, they ain't going to cost you nowhere near as much as a pretty piece of paper that you're just going to hang on your wall. Because trust me, I got three of those pieces of paper right now hanging on my wall. Four-year degree and two graduate degree degrees. Now, fortunately, I didn't pay for any of them, but they're just hanging on the wall just for, you know, just so I can brag to people when they come into my office, be like, look at my degrees. And then we'd be like, oh, okay, that's nice. And then we go on about our business. You understand? So they don't really do much for me. So that's what I would do, Mr. E, man. You do what you want to do. But I'm telling you what a young 20-year-old tech G would do knowing what I know now. I would have bypassed college. Just went straight to uh, straight to getting it out there. You understand? All right, so hopefully that answers some questions. Let's see what y'all out here yapping about. Alex says, uh, college was a waste of time for me. I enjoyed the social aspect, but my degree was a dead end for me working on my search now. Oh, yeah, I had a ball in college. I was at all the parties, chasing all the girls, joining fraternities. I was doing all that crap. <laughs> I was doing all that crap. But, yeah, you're right. It does become a waste of time for a lot of people. Um, I know a lot of people that went to college with me. Uh, here we are in our 40s. Some of them are still paying student debt 20 something, almost 20 years later after graduating. 
Not me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I got some that I know that are trying to switch their careers because, you know, what they went to school for didn't really uh, work out the way they initially planned it. So I got some of them that I know asking me about IT all the time. You know, I give them my opinions and hopefully they'll do what they do with it. Splo says, do you need certs to get IT jobs? What if the master... What if, oh, what if you master the requirements that the job wants? So here's the order of importance explode. This is the, uh, the trifecta here, right? When it comes to IT. Experience is king. Certifications is second. And degrees is third. So if you know a lot about IT and you can prove it, meaning you got... You got not just a, a, a pretty looking resume, but you got a portfolio that's out of this world that you can pull up on the spot at a job interview and you ain't got no certs, you might get a job. They might hire you because you know what you're doing. I know people that work in IT now, been in it for quite a few years. They don't even have a certification, but they know what the heck they're doing. They can get out there and, and, and make it do what it do. Have them lights staying green all the time and, you know, Internet ones and zeros flowing across the wire like a champion. So it's possible, but they can prove, but they've been able to prove it. So if you're in that category, I suggest you go out there and figure out how to put a portfolio together that can actually prove you know what you're doing. Because like, let's just say you come into a job interview with me and I got to interview you. And you're here like I ain't got no certs, but I know how to do all this, that and the third. First thing I'm going to ask for you to do is prove it. Now we're not about to get up and walk down to the to the <laughs> to to my server to my server room or anything like that and, and watch you start playing around with stuff. You're going to need to do something, man. You're going to have to you know pull up your little portfolio on, on um, was it GitHub or something like that or whatever it is you're doing. You're going to have to show me because if you can't show me, then I'm probably going to ask to see. I'm probably going to ask to speak to the person who got a certification. What's up, IMQ? And yes, this is live. How do I get my question? I just answered it. Sorry about that. I was answering a question somebody sent me on Instagram. What's up, Hanlon? Tony 2P, shout out to you, my dude. Your channel helped me pass A-plus certs as of today. Uh-oh, I got a screenshot this. Hold on. Oh, I put the camera, comment back. Oh, darn it. Hold on. Trying to highlight the comment. Where'd it go? Here we go. I got a screenshot. Here we go. Boom. There it is. Your channel helped me pass the A-plus cert as of today. Thanks for your help. Hey, man, congrats on passing the A-plus certification. That's your first stop. Don't stop there. <laughs> I just did a video. I posted about couple, about two weeks ago. Had a little, uh, not an argument, but just a little back and forth with this dude um, who was telling me A-plus, CompTIA certs are trash. It, it, he really wasn't saying they were trash. I, basically, he was just trying. He was... He was trying to say, do not stop at A+. You're going to have to pursue higher level certs. He just, he, just when he opened up his statement, he came out the gate saying A+, is trash. Even though he later recanted the statement and we came to a, a, a mutual understanding. But the point is, that's your starting point. Um, you're going to have to get, you're going to have to pursue higher level certs if you want to make some, some money. A plus, net plus, and all that, all the stuff I teach will get you in the door, but don't just stop at the door, man. If you want to break six figures or beyond or whatever, or hell, even if you just want to get to $70,000, right, you're going to have to get some higher level certs. 
But the stuff I teach, they're like the, you know, the foundation. Says, IMQ says, I left college uh, and went and got a CCNA and then, and then a CCNMP within about seven months. And they got me my first job as a tier two network engineer making 25 an hour. Search are a good way to get work quickly. Super facts, man. Look, college is cool. Look, when I was a kid back in the 80s, this was just something we always heard. You're going to go to college. You're going to go to college. I didn't want to go to college. I messed around and won a scholarship. You know, I, like, so I went in there. I took my, my, uh, my SAT. I didn't study for it. I, got, I did horrible on that. And then I went and did my ACT. I didn't study for that. I did pretty damn good on that. I don't know what happened. But I scored a, a, a very good score on my ACT. And that, that won me a scholarship. Because initially, I was going straight into the Army. I was like, I'm ready to get out of my parents' house. I'm ready to go join the military and be all I can be. Because I got to get away from these people. But I won a scholarship. I was like, well, I guess I'm going to college to party. And that's what I did. I partied hard up in there. Still got a degree, though. <laughs> but nah, but you're right, though, man. Um, college degrees, look, they're, they're, they're cool. And that's what we were all told to do when, we, when I was coming up. But in this day and age, I think college degrees is really more of a hustle and more of just a business. Unless you're going there to be something related to STEM, like a doctor, scientist, engineer, architect, you know, something along those lines. Anything else outside of that, I don't even see what the point of college is. I really don't. Because a lot of stuff that you go, like, like, like let's just say, like, I gave the example of history. I want to be a history professor. I want to major in history. Well, what are you going to do with a history degree? Like, who's hiring history people unless you're working at, like, a museum or something like that? And then how many people do you all know visit museums on a regular basis? So I think college has just evolved into a, a hustle, just a way to make money. You keep telling people this is the way you got to go to make it in life. But, man, you can run across people who are plumbers who make more money than people who are college graduates. So I just don't think back in the day. OK, I put it like this. Before all this wonderful technology that we enjoy, you know, especially when our parents were coming up and even my generation, I'm like at the tail end of Generation X, right before generation, the millennial generation, they call us zillennials. So I'm probably like the last generation where you could probably could have benefited from a college degree. But everybody else after me, man, the uh, we entered the information age at lightning speed. That opened up the door to so many things that you, you could just bypass the system. I mean, look at look at some of the richest people. Look, look, look at Mark Zuckerberg, for crying out loud. Mark Zuckerberg is a billionaire, founded Facebook, dropped out of Harvard University. You know what I'm saying? He just, he just went in there and started coding crap up, and now, you know, he is who he is today. And you got plenty, you got, you got example, exam, examples all over the place like that. So I, I just don't, I don't know. It says, why are more Indian people in IT jobs than black people? Well, um, I don't know why more are in it. Um, I know a lot of them are coming over to America to get into these IT jobs. Um, I remember Kamala Harris or just the Biden administration was talking about they want to import like uh, like 500,000 of them to come start working some IT jobs. But while they're in it, uh, I don't know, maybe they have a 
maybe they maybe they recognize that you know this is this is the future this is where it's at this is where we can get a job even if they're stuck in india working like a call center job doing some help desk stuff over there i you know i, I can't really answer that question for them but as far as black folks is concerned well there are there are a lot of reasons why a lot of black people aren't in tech i think it's only like seven percent of us in tech across the board but some of the reasons that I can immediately identify is that a lot of black people, um, based off of my experience, they just don't really come into contact with IT people like that. Like they think like you'll be surprised as to how many black folks think IT people are just white dudes or Indian dudes, because that's what you see on TV. That's what you see in the commercials a lot or, or whatever. Um, you, you'll be hard pressed to find like a bunch of us just just around like every every it job i've ever had with the exception of when i was in the military at this one particular unit i was pretty much like the only black person there and uh, some of y'all like you black you look hispanic i'm actually mixed so most people didn't even know i was black they thought i was hispanic <laughs> but um that's just kind of how it is man you know what i'm saying there's not a lot of exposure to it now when you start now this also ties into socioeconomics as well so if you, if you start talking about black folks in the hood and stuff like that there definitely isn't a lot of exposure to it period and this is one of the reasons why I, i'm in the process I, I don't know how i'm doing this i'm talking to people but my ultimate vision is to create an it training center in my city of orlando in the hood so I can reach out specifically to these young black people, children and young adults, and introduce them to IT and just, just present them another option other than the options that are being, you know, that they believe that they should be. Because, you know, a lot, of young, a lot of young folks in the hood, they all think that they need to be a ball player or a rapper or a dope boy or something else you know what i'm saying i know that's stereotyping but it is what it is because i got a lot of people like that in my family that believe that that's what they're supposed to be in life <laughs> believe it or not and um so i want to go out there because you know that's just that's just what i want to do offline you understand do my part help out the community you know what i'm saying so i think it's just a lack of exposure um that's that's probably the biggest thing like you go to some of these affluent schools, like let's just take some of these rich schools out here where I live at. Cause you know, Orlando, we got some extremely rich people that live down here. You go up in their high schools and middle schools, they got STEM programs all over the place. Their kids getting introduced to STEM. You know, by the time they graduate high school, they getting, they getting doctors, white coats and stuff. <laughs> but you go to the high schools in the hoods around here are predominantly black schools. They don't be having this stuff in there. Nowhere near like that. So it's just it's just a matter of exposure and a lot of young black people just really not knowing about it because they don't really see a lot of black. Look, it's not like you drive down the street and it's a whole bunch of black black dudes in IT that are just readily identifiable. Like we all got on IT jerseys and you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? We got, you know, it's just it's just you just don't know. So that's why I feel like I got to get out there and make it uh make it known to the peoples. Um, all right, where was I at in the questions? Uh, I worked at a help desk in university. It got me interested in the field. There you go. It says, go to college with an ROTC division, 
joined ROTC and pursue a cyber track and co computer science degree, join the military as an officer and get college and training free. You can do that. You or you can just join the military as enlisted and they can train you up in IT as well. I was I was in the army for 13 years, active duty, enlisted. I was a staff sergeant when I got out the army. There's my uh oh, where's my my little come here hat. So this is my well, you can see my hat there, but there I was. I was staff sergeant back in the day. I did IT in the army. Start off help desk, even on the enlisted side, they got like a cybersecurity MOS, military occupational specialty. It's called 25 Delta. So I'm not saying that. And, you know, here's the thing about the enlisted versus the officers, the enlisted personnel and the warrant officers, they actually deal with the actual equipment. Like if you because I got I got a friend that's a, he was a signal officer. Right. He used to matter of fact, he's about to retire. He's a lieutenant colonel. When he came into the army. I came in enlisted. He came in as a, an officer. We were in the army at the same time. Anyways, he's about to retire. He's out of the Pentagon. He knows about IT, but he's been a, an officer, but he's never really had to get down and dirty with the equipment where he was actually, you know, manipulating, doing all the stuff. He was just there to be like a, a manager of sorts. But, you know, you know, but the, the whole point is you can, you can learn a lot of that stuff even if you don't do ROTC. Now, if you do ROTC and you want to come in as an officer, you know, I would encourage that as well because, you know, they, they make more money and you're not going to be outside raking leaves and cutting grass like how I was when I first came in. He says, I'm not lying. I went to networked and switched over to software support with electronic medical records and ended up at a clinical uh, informatics specialist as a consultant. I just got out here doing things. You sign up for the National Guard and they pay for college. Yep. Yeah, they pay for my... um both my master's degrees i got a master's in it and i got an mba they paid for my like let me see i got out the army november 17th uh 2015 was my last day i started going back to graduate school full-time january 2016 so they paid so i used my gi bill they paid for my tuition and then they sent me a check for like how much money did they send me? It was like close to $1,000 each month tax-free just to go to school. Something like that. So I got paid to go to school while they were paying my bill. Go Army! Uh, let's see. What's up, uh, Hand Luke? My YouTube channel is my working portfolio. There you go. That's a great idea, Savage Scientist. So there's a dude out there called Network Bruh. Network Bruh, B-R-U-H. Uh, he actually lives in my city of Orlando, as a matter of fact. Probably, matter of fact, he probably lives about probably about eight miles around the corner from me, now that I think about it. But uh, he gets on his YouTube channel. What up, Professor Black Ops? He gets on his YouTube channel. He's a CCNA guy. He does, he, he live streams doing CCNA labs while he's live streaming. You can watch him type the codes up or the commands up. He explains to you what's going on as he's typing the commands, blah, 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 blah. Like he, he's like, that's his thing. You know what I'm saying? And I watch his channel, but he can use his channel as a portfolio. So just like Savage Scientist said in relation to what I was saying earlier about if you don't have the certs, but you got the experience where you're going to have to produce the you're going to have to prove you have the experience. And one way you can do it is like how Savage Scientists and Network Bruh is doing. 
make a YouTube channel demonstrating your experience. And not only will that help you get a job, but you mess around to monetize your channel, you could probably make money off your channel. So that's, a, that's actually a great idea. Any study tips for Security Plus 601? Yes, study. <laughs> Listen, there is no right or wrong way to study. Um, well, I guess there is. The, the, the right way to study is to study. The wrong way to study is to not study. But here's the thing. It's all about how you choose to study. Like, I can't give a definitive, do this to study because that might not work for you. And I give this example because when I was in college, there was this dude named Ant. Uh, Anthony, we used to call him Ant from D.C. Ant was a, I think he was a math major. So he was taking all these complicated math classes, like all day long he was just doing math. But Ant was also a big marijuana smoker. So he, we lived in the same dorm on the same floor. I would go by his room because, you know, back in those days, I used to, uh, I used to like the sensations of uh, the aromas, right? <laughs> but uh, I would go into his room Ant would be just lighting L's, passing them around. It'd be like three other dudes in the room. They just got the they just got the the circle going right. He got he, he was from D.C. so he got that go go music. Anybody know about go go music? That was my first introduction to it. I was like, what the heck is this crap? But after a while, I got used to it. I was like, hey, it's not that bad. Anyways, he had that go go music blasting. So the whole time the go go music is blasting, the trees are being passed around in the circle. Guess what Ant's doing? He's in the middle of the cipher while he's passing it to the left. After he passes it to the left, he's cracking open his book and he's doing his homework and studying. And I used to look at him. I was like, I'm like, how do you study like this? And mind you, this dude had all A's and B's. Every time I seen him, he was always doing his homework and studying while he was getting high and listening to go-go music turned up real loud. Me, I can't study like that. I need it to be, I need to be uh, uh, deafening silence. Like, I, I, I don't even want to hear a pin drop or it's going to throw me off. So it's kind of hard for me to tell people how to study being, I witnessed the guy who studied in what, what, I, what I would presume to be chaos. So it's just a matter of how do you study? Now, what I will say is, you might want to get you some note cards, some flashcards. I use flashcards religiously uh, for memorization techniques um, and all that crap. Um, I take notes like I'll, I'll go to the store, I'll buy a little book. If I'm watching a video or I'm reading a book um, or if I'm reading a book, I get a highlighter and I highlight the important stuff. And then I go write it down in a notebook and I read the highlights. But that, that's how I study. But it's. It's kind of hard. What I would suggest you do if you want to learn how to study, I would go watch a video. I'm pretty sure there's somebody on YouTube who's made a video to teach you how to study. Like what's the most effective study practices? That's what I would probably, I would probably start with that. Cause I know somebody left a comment. Somebody asked me, um, they was like, they've been working in IT for like 10 years. They know everything about computers, blah, blah, blah. But they failed the A plus three times. And they was asking me, what can I do to help them? I was like, well, it sounds like you're suffering from test anxiety. And so what I told him to do, I was like, I think you need to go research test anxiety, start on YouTube, and maybe somebody out there can help you. So I would tell you the same thing. If you want to learn effective study techniques, go watch a YouTube video from somebody that knows about this that can probably help you and point you in the right direction. Because like I say, 
I can only study in silence, but I know of people that can study when they're literally getting high listening to go-go music. <laughs> so if coding and mathematics was part of the rap, part of rap, then we would have more blacks in STEM. You know what that reminds me of, Savage? Um, you remember um, Lil John did that song, uh, that little cartoon video talk about read a book. God damn it, read a book. Anybody remember that? Go look up Lil John, read a book. So it's a rap, it's, it's a crunk rap song where the lyrics are about, instead of, instead of all the traditional stuff, it's about telling kids to go read books, but over, over some trap, crunk music, whatever the heck they call it. But he's right though. If, if that was pop, more popular in black culture, we might see more kids gravitating towards it. But that's why I'm doing my part. Savage scientists, Professor Black Ops, and every every other uh, content creator, uh, um, keep it techie. Those of us who make who uh, who are content creators who talk about tech, we're trying to do our part to inspire and motivate and and provide more visual evidence that yeah, uh, black folks can do this too. And look, if you're white, you're Hispanic, Asian, don't feel left out. You want to create a channel? Go out there, man. You know you want to you want to create more of a presence. You know, but I just got to specifically identify black folks because you know it is what it is. Um, man, I hope you succeeded in making that school. Listen, it's a, it's a, um, well, so I've, I've been, I've been doing a lot of talk. Well, a lot of talking with some people. I got an uncle. I, I had to call yesterday. He was, he was putting me on game about, cause right now what it is, my, my struggle right now is trying to find a place to set up shop. So I got all the content, all the material to teach. I know how to teach. I got connections to, you know, people in the industry that offer training materials, blah, blah, blah. My thing is having a physical location, but I want one in certain parts of the, a certain part of the city that's easy for, you know, uh, underprivileged, you know, mostly black children and young adults to get to, i.e. the hood. <laughs> you know, not not deep, deep off in the hood, but, you know, right there next to it. You know what I'm saying? But um. So finding a location, because, you know, rent down here where I live is expensive. <laughs> so, you know, so I'm going through those motions, man. This is this is all a new learning process for me. I don't really I don't really got like a lot of people that know about a lot of this stuff. So I got to learn as I go, man, and try to figure it out. But I'm determined to make it happen because I, I think it's that important. You know what I mean? And then in addition to that, I'm also trying to create like a an extension of the technology G business to where I'm actually conducting classes live over the internet because there are people out there who want the teacher student interaction. They can't really just learn because the way my stuff is structured right now, you got to learn on your own, study on your own. You know what I'm saying? Some people can do that, but some can't do it. So I'm also trying to, Figure that out as well. In addition to cre uh, keeping uh, making content, so it's, it's a lot, man. And then I got a, and then I got a job and, and a wife and kids. You know what I mean? Taking your network plus in a few days. Any advice for the uh, before taking the exam? Yeah, man. Uh, the day before you take the exam, I would just kind of chill on the studying. Like I wouldn't just be in there cramming. I would just let your mind rest, man. Because you know, listen. You'll see a lot of people who go get ready to take an exam. 
the day before they take the exam, they're in there, oh God, they're just, they're just studying, 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 trying to force everything into their brain. You got to realize something. The day before you take an exam, either you know the stuff or you don't. That's, I mean, I learned that a long time ago because I was one of these people trying to do that. I've just accepted the reality. Either I know it or I don't. So what I'm saying is before you take the exam, you should be, you should have put in a lot of effort prior to the exam to where you were grasping the information, learning it, understanding it, doing whatever you got to do up until about a week before, a week or two before you take the exam. Now you're just going through the motions of trying to memorize everything. But, you know, before the before you go take the test, man, just just let your mind rest, B. Let your mind rest. <laughs> so, you don't so you could uh, hopefully lower your stress levels and lower your test anxiety, because at that point, it's either you know it or you don't. That, that's what it is. Taking notes and trying to recite the info without without looking is very effective. Yeah, it's just um, basically you're just doing like memorization techniques. But the thing you got to remember is you need to learn the stuff before you try to memorize it. You got people that are just going there. Let's just take port numbers, right? So anybody taking the, well, it's, it's on the A plus and the network plus test. You got to go out there and learn all these port numbers. Like what's the port number for HTTP port 80 or something? Like what's HTTPS port what is it, 143 or something like that? But whatever. If you if you learn this per, the port numbers and what they mean and, you know, learn the number and learn the, the, the associated port with it or you go out there and you learn how a VLAN functions, what it's supposed to do, and or you go out there and learn CIDR notation or slash notation, or let's just keep it even simple. You go out there and learn binary, for crying out loud, how to convert decimal to binary to hexadecimal i got a video on that if you want to if you want to learn that but um if you learn it and understand it it makes memorizing it easier instead of you just trying to go out there and memorize some stuff just so you can pass a test so it's kind of like people who download test banks they'll download like a, a hundred to a thousand questions and answers and just try to study the questions and answers so they can go in there and pass the exam some do, some pass, some don't, but they never truly understand what the, what the heck it is they're memorizing. I believe memorizing stuff is easier when, once you understand how stuff works. It'll help you recall it easier. At least that's my, at least that's what I think works for me. Uh, professor says, I'm doing a high level intro to cybersecurity. Uh, I don't know why I cut your comment off, but Professor Black Ops, uh, Black Ops, cybersecurity for the peoples, uh, He's, uh, he's another dude. He teaches uh, Security Plus on his channel as well. So he does. He says he does high-level stuff. So y'all can go over there and get schooled up. He's another dude. Been in the industry for years. So um, he knows a lot as well. So make sure y'all go support him. I got his channel pinned in the, uh, what is it? That little tab that says channels up there. His channel is one of the highlighted channels that I have up there. So he's a real thorough, thorough brother as well. I'm about to start posting iOS content. Yeah, man, do it. I tell people all the time, start a YouTube channel. I don't care if you're, I don't care if you, all you know how to do is uh, clip toenails. Start a YouTube channel clipping toenails. Somebody's going to watch it. <laughs> so You know how I know this to be true? Anybody ever heard of, uh, what's that, Dr. Pimple? She got a whole channel where all she does is pop pimples on people. And, and she gets hundreds of thousands of views per video 
of people watching her pop pimples on people's backs and stuff like that. So they'll watch that nasty stuff. They'll watch you clip your toenails and they'll watch your, your videos on iOS and everything else. So I would, I would do it. I've been wanting to create a YouTube channel about my IT skills too. I would do it, Dave. If you got some skills, man, go out there and make a video, go out there and start a channel. Somebody's going to watch it and learn from it. And like I said earlier, you can use it as your portfolio. If you ever try to go out there and get a job or, you know, do whatever. Um, yeah, Savage Scientist said it right. The worst thing you can do when it comes to YouTube is procrastinate. Yeah, so a lot of people, what they do, because I've, I've been doing YouTube for like, how many years I've been doing that? I've been doing YouTube since 2016 in some form or fashion. Um, I've, I got quite a few YouTube channels. <laughs> I've, had, I've had channels deleted. Um, you know, cause I was out there wilding on, on some of my other channels. This is my professional clean channel. So, you know, I try to keep everything super professional over here, but you got a lot of people, they'll be like, Oh, I got to get the perfect microphone. I got to get the perfect editing software, the perfect backdrop displays, the perk man. All you need is your dog on phone. You get your dog on phone out. You go out there and say something people want to listen to your channel will grow and then you can upgrade later on. So if you want to get into this content creation thing, start now. Worry about, you know, what's the old saying? Build the plane while you're flying it. Just work, just perfect it as you go along. That's what I did. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, I, didn't, I just threw stuff up there. I mean, I can't, I mean, I do got equipment now. I got, got a little webcam. I can go out there and get another fancy schmancy one. I got, where is it at? This microphone right here. This thing costs like $300. I bought it like six years ago. I got a little mixer I paid for about six years ago. I don't even use that crap half the time, to be honest with you. Especially when I go live, I just whip out the phone, keep it pushing. I started learning IT. What should I, I just started learning IT. What should I start from? Deshaun said that. Uh, Deshaun, so my, my opinion, my, my advice is if you know nothing, I tell this to everybody. So if you know absolutely nothing about IT, like nothing, like all you know how to do is just watch me on YouTube. You can go to my playlist button. I got a course up there called IT Fundamentals, or you can go visit my website, technologyg.com. You can start with IT Fundamentals. If you know a little something, something about computers, I would start with the A plus certification and then go from there. I'm starting my network class class in September, followed by my security plus in November. I appreciate what you do. It's not enough black people in IT. Thank you. Yeah, man. I mean, we're out there. We just we're just not out there out there. It's, like I say, it's only like based off of what I because I had to do I had to do a I do a paper on this one. So I discovered there's only like seven percent black people in IT, and I never really noticed it before because, like I said, when I go to work, it's not like I'm looking around counting black people. <laughs> It's not like when I went to work, I was like, how many black people I'm going to see today that work in tech? You know, one, two, it was never nothing like that. I, I never even thought about it until I had to do this paper. And then I started reflecting. I was like, man, I really was the only black person around. And most people thought I was Spanish, man. <laughs> so that, that was how my experience was. You know, most people, they'd be like, they come up to me, what are you mixed with? Or they'll start speaking Spanish to me. I'd be like, I don't speak Spanish, but so, you know. No, but like I say, it never, I just, initially, I just never even thought about it until I had to do that paper. I was like, wow.
Where everybody at? But we out here, and this YouTube thing is bringing more exposure so that hopefully it can inspire and motivate others, you know what I'm saying, that don't know about it. Because, you know, like I said, I, I still sometimes struggle to believe that in the year 2021, with all this technology, all this social media, I still struggle to believe that, find it hard to believe that there are just a bunch of people who just don't know about IT. Um, and they just don't realize that, yeah, black people can do IT as well. It like blows my mind. Like, how is this possible? Like I was talking with somebody a couple weeks ago. They was like, yeah, you know, it's a bunch of black people, uh, not black people, you know, it's a bunch of people in general out there that don't even know how to set up email accounts. I was like, what? I'm like, who doesn't know how to set up an email account? I'm like, okay, I can understand if it's like an immigrant coming over here that doesn't speak English or, you know, they're coming from a, a country with very little resources. But I'm like, who here in America been living here for a hot little minute don't know, don't know about email? Somebody was like, oh, it's a bunch. I was like, oh, really? And they started schooling me up. I was like, Jesus. So maybe because I've been doing this so long, I've become quote unquote nose blind, I guess you can say that. Yeah, there are a lot of people out there that just don't know the basic elementary stuff that I thought everybody knew. So, you know, people like me, savage scientists and others, you know, we got to do our part however we feel like we need to do our part. Super Duper says, sup, G. I meant to watch more of your videos before I start IT school, but I'm starting next month. Do you think I'm rushing or I'm going to be all right? I think you'll be all right, man. Um... When you say IT school, I don't know what, what do you mean. Like you going to college, tech school? Like, well, like what does IT school mean? You watching videos? You sign up for something I sell or something somebody else sells? I don't know what that means. But regardless of what it means, if you're learning IT, uh, start now. Don't don't wait. They are begging for people to join IT. I did a video talking about how the federal government wants to dump like ten billion dollars into cybersecurity alone. They want people to join IT. So start now. Chances are you'll be hired before you know it. After learning the fundamentals, what steps or courses do you think a software engineer should look into? That's my goal. Uh, I have to actually think about that one. Um, so you want to see my specialty is networking and cybersecurity. So software engineering, I'd have to, I don't know, man, maybe somebody, maybe savage scientists don't you do like software engineering or something i'd have to actually go in there and look up like the certification course for that or path for that and see we'll see what exactly that entails because i mean that could that could be anything well i'm not gonna say anything but that's not really my lane per se uh so yeah savage scientist he says he focuses on software engineering and computer science so I would subscribe to Savage Scientist. He is, that's that's his specialty. Because you got to remember, IT, they're, they're like, I always love to compare it to the medical field. You got doctors, you got uh, dentists, you got veteran, veterinarians, baby doctors, uh, old people doctors. <laughs> I don't know. You got a whole bunch of doctors out there. They all specialize in a certain area. They all have a base layer of understanding for the medical profession, but they specialize in a certain lane. So you wouldn't go see a, a baby doctor 
or whatever the heck they call them, if you got a toothache, you're going to go see the dentist. You know what I'm saying? So in IT, we got lanes as well. Mines was networking, cybersecurity, uh, savage scientists. He's software engineering and computer science. Uh, somebody else might be, uh, I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of some of the top database. Cause yeah, somebody mentioned Sub-Zero. So Sub-Zero, he's another YouTuber. He teaches IT as well. He has a, he has a school called Lifting the Veil Academy, LTV Academy. He and I went to college together. We didn't know each other, but we went to college at the same time. His focus in IT is database management. Like he is the database dude. I know nothing about databases. I mean, I know what they are, but if you if you put me, if you told me to go on that, go out there and build a database right now, you probably fire me because I don't, I don't, that's that's not my lane. So we all got different lanes. But yeah, Sub Zero, that that brother's super smart, man. Super smart, and he teaches IT as well. I actually signed up for his course earlier this year. But I had to stop because the demands at my job, you know, started taking up too much of my time and I couldn't complete this course. But when I was in it, oh, he was going to town. It was like, oh, Jesus, I got to actually pay attention up in here. <laughs> I'm learning something new. It, it was it was awesome stuff like that. And plus, he helps people get jobs like uh, a matter of fact, this is this is uh, I'm, st I'm, I'm going to steal his idea whenever I get my actual school started. But one of the things Sub-Zero does uh, after you sign up, he teaches you everything you need to know to become a database dude, database developer, whatever it is. And then he uh, sits down and conducts mock interviews with you. Like, literally, he'll interview you and then coach you and guide you on how to answer the questions that the interviewer is more than likely going to ask you so you can up your chances of getting hired. So he does this with his students. And he's helped quite a few people go from zero to hero. When I say zero to hero, I'm talking about he there's this one guy, he was he uh he uh did a little he was talking about that I think this this dude was uh he didn't have a job for like a couple months, just chilling on the couch, you know, smelling like Cheetos, right? But he I think he had a job doing some, you know, like a fast food type of job. Scrounged up some money, took Sub Zero's class, about six, seven months later he was a database developer making like $75,000 a year <laughs> and sub got him there from zero to hero like for real for real so but it just it's just a matter of what you you know we all got our specialties uh, oh 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 you take in mycomputercareer.com okay I know what you, so I've heard of mycomputercareer.com they, they do a lot of commercials on the radio I don't know. I don't know how legit that is. I mean, I'm not saying it's not legit. I just heard. I just hear them, like something like we got the. They play the Ricky Smiley Morning Show down here in the morning, and that's one of the commercials that runs on Ricky Smiley's Morning Show is mycomputercareer.com. Um, I would imagine they're legit. Um, like I said, I don't know anything about them other than the commercial. I never looked into them, but hopefully, whatever you're taking, hopefully there's some type of industry certification at the end of the rainbow. So if they're offering you vouchers to go take an industry certification in whatever lane, if because you know that's another thing, I don't know exactly what you're going to learn at my career. So let me let me back that up. Let's just say you're going to learn the stuff that I teach, right, at mycomputercareer.com, and then they offer you a voucher after you take their course material to go take the test. Then I I would say it's legit because you know I know about that stuff, right? Because that's essentially what I do on my website, but.
I don't know what courses you're taking. I don't, I don't really know anything about them, but I would just say, uh, you know, go read reviews on them. You know, check the reviews, see what other people are saying. And, you know, if you feel like they're thorough and, you know, they got some positive reviews out there and, you know, they're offering the stuff that you want to learn, go forth. Make it do what it do. Uh, oh, you're... The ironic thing is I did not apply for IBM for this role, and I hate SAP, but I like money. After we get certified after we get certified and we need experience, would you recommend volunteer work in the tech field? Um, what do you mean? Like volunteer work, like doing projects? Like, like what does that mean? Because, uh, you know, technically what I do with this website could be considered volunteer work. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, if, if, if you can do volunteer work, if you got the time and it can add to your resume, your portfolio, get you more experience, then, you know, why not? If you can do it. Um, now, when it comes to projects, I know a lot of people will take on projects like contract jobs as they're in between jobs or they're looking for another job. So they'll go out there on Indeed. Uh, IT recruiter will call them and say, hey, we got a project you can work on for three months. You know, they'll go out there because they they're, they're unemployed. So they'll go do the project for three months, make their money, but they can add it to their resume. They can add it to their portfolio so that they can take to the next employer or whoever and say, yeah, I know how to do this. I did this. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I did that before once. So, I mean, it couldn't hurt. Now, if you got a job and you're looking just to do stuff, you're looking to do projects on the side just because you got downtime, that couldn't hurt you either. You know, you can add that stuff to your resume as well in the, in the event that you want to move to a different position or get a different job at another company that might require a certain set of skill set. So it couldn't help you. So I would just say if you're going to do projects, make sure it's not a waste of your time. It's something that you can actually add to your overall resume and portfolio so that you can use it to your benefit to uh, hopefully uh, make that paycheck go up. Says the Upwork has a good short term, has good side short term project. Why is it cutting your comments off, uh, Professor Black Ops? It's like the comments get cut off. I don't know why that is. I mean, you're not the only one I've seen that happen to, but I don't know. Do you know what the hourly pay range is for help desk tech? Uh, I want to say the like if you're just starting out. No experience. You went and got your little A plus, net plus, sir. Got your first job. You're probably looking at anywhere between like uh, fifteen to twenty dollars an hour. Probably more like fifteen bucks. I think that's like the national average. It's like, it's like right around fifteen dollars. Now, don't be discouraged because you know fifteen dollars an hour. That's that's pretty much double the national minimum wage. So you're doing good there. You know you got people out there talking about fight for fifteen. You can start off with fifteen an hour in IT. But like I say, don't get discouraged because normally. About six months to a year, you could be making 20, 25, 30 bucks an hour. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you worked at a help desk for 17. See, there you go. So about 15, anywhere between 15 to 25 is probably the uh, average starting point for people getting started in IT who go straight to the help desk. Um, but like I say, you can move up rather quick, man. You just. You should just treat the help desk as a stepping stone. I wouldn't be there no longer than two, three years max. Unless you really like help desk. I'm not saying, because there are some people that really like it. There's an IT dude. 
what's that guy's channel? Kev IT Tech, Kev, something like that. Just look up, just type Kev IT Help Desk in YouTube and this light skin, I don't know if he's light skin, Hispanic or whatever, but his channel will pop up. All his videos are about help desks. Like he is like the help desk expert on YouTube that I found so far. He, you know, everything about Active Directory, you know, this, you know, that. Uh, Kev Tech or something like that, but I don't know if he does help desk now. I really don't know, but I'm just saying, uh, you know, me personally, I wouldn't want to be at help desk forever. I, mean, I started off at the help desk and I was like, I got to get up out of here. <laughs> I got to get up out of here. So I went from a help desk to a knock, a network operations center where I sat in there for 12 hours doing, doing stupid stuff, looking at lights and hitting buttons all day long and sending emails and doing some other stuff. That's how my career got started. I, I did that in the military though. Says I would advise anyone to go to your local community college for cyber search, especially if you're in VA. In this chat, the colleges have job placement here and the job market. Look, yeah, that's that's a great point, Marcus. I okay, so let's go back to the whole college thing. If you want to go to college, knowing what I know today, at the ripe old age of 41, and I had to go do this thing all over again, like it was 1998 when I graduated high school. I would have went to community college. Now, like I said, I had a scholarship, so I went to college. I was covered. But if I had to start my life out and I, and I didn't have the money and I really wanted to go to college, I would do my first year or two at community college. It's extremely cheap. Just like old buddy said, Marcus, you can take a lot of, you know, I'm not going to, well, some colleges offer IT programs where they'll give you vouchers to go take industry certifications if your lane of IT requires a certification. So that's that's an option as well. Also tech college and the military. Um, so there's there's options out there. Or you could just skip all that and go go watch my videos and buy my stuff off my website. <laughs> but it's, it's options all over the place. It's just a matter of what works best for you. What area of IT would have... Uh oh things want to sleep what area of it would have the uh what would have the most at home positions that's kind of hard to say too because um my father he uh he works in it he does um he works from home right now he's a dude he does a lot of what the heck does he do my dad does a lot of stuff with vms and and, and cloud stuff and he works from home. As a matter of fact, I left this house earlier today. He was on a conference call in his boxer in his boxer shorts. I was like, "What you in here doing? Working?" I'm like, "Okay." So you know, it, it just it just depends, man. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of jobs you can do IT from home. I mean, well, my brother, the one I always brag about, when he first started doing IT, he was doing help desk stuff, but he was doing it from home. So I forgot what company he started working with. His first IT job, they had him working from home. They they gave him a computer. Uh, they gave, they did the whole VPN thing. So he'd be sitting at home in, in my mom's house playing video games. He'll, he'll look to the left and hit a couple buttons to do his job and then go back to playing video games. So you can do help desk stuff at home. You can do high level stuff like my father does. You can do stuff uh, that I do from home. There's a lot of things, man. It's just a matter of when you go out there and apply for the job, are they offering you, uh, the position to work from home? 
And I know last year it was booming with the home jobs, but now they want everybody to go out there and get back in them offices. So, you know, you just have to look, read the descriptions. Oftentimes they'll tell you if you can work from home. You teach at a community college? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, you got, oh, you got out the military in 2012. Yeah, I got out in 2015. November 17th, 2015 was my last day in the U.S. Army after 13 years. If I had stayed in, I'd be at 19 years in the military. About to hit my 20th year next next year, next uh, April 29th. April 29th, 2022 would, would be my 20th year anniversary if I had stayed in. But I got out because I got injured. I used to, uh, I got injured in airborne school, jumping out of an airplane back in 2003. And then later on, the injury came back and haunted me, you know, because I was young, in super ridiculously good shape. I used to call myself a manimal or a man beast. I was out there doing all kind of stupid stuff, popping pain pills, like, you know, just run through the pain. Started getting older, started hurting more. I was like, ooh, I might actually have to go to the doctor. Can't just pop a pain pill for this one. I got to go see the doc and get an x-ray. Next thing I know, they was like, hey, uh, we don't know if you're going to be able to stay in the military. I was like, what you mean? What y'all kicking me out? It was like, nah, not really, but we might have to, you know, get you medically up out of here. So I researched, I was like, shoot, what's, what's the pros and cons of this? Once I found it, I was like, all right, let's do it. So I get the same benefits as a retiree. I just don't have the official label of being retired. But I get everything else they get. I get free health care. I can go on post anytime I feel like it. When I die, somebody's going to be at my funeral, folding the flag, playing taps, all that crap. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, if math is not your strong point, which area of IT would you suggest? My, my area. So the only time, the only areas of, of IT that you really need to be strong in math in is like computer science, something like that, or big data, like cybersecurity, networking, stuff like that. You don't really need to know math. Like the most complicated math you need to know how to do is like addition. Like, I just did a video. If you guys go look on my channel, my Network Plus channel, I did a video showing you guys how to do uh, a VLSM subnetting chart. Variable subnet mass, wait, wait, variable length subnet mass chart, where basically I had to take a bunch of IPs and break them down into different little zone, a little IP ranges and all that crap. The most level, the highest level of math I did on there was add and subtract some stuff. That was all I did. <laughs> So if you're not adding subtract, you good money out here in these streets. You ain't got you ain't got really gonna do a whole lot of calculus and all this other crazy stuff. But if you wanna if you wanna be like a computer scientist, yeah, you're gonna have to get busy out there in the math streets. All right. Um shout out to Bayou Girl, 504. I used to date this girl from Louisiana when I was in college. She was crazy as I all outdoors. But you were fine, though. Whew. But anyways, um, yeah, math. Yeah, like I say, you don't really do. Look, we're not out here. We're not. We're not doing math like that in most most um most fields. So, yeah. All right, y'all. I'm about to bounce. So appreciate everybody put some money in here. Uh, go sub to the channel Tech G if you haven't, which most of y'all probably are. Um, like I say, future plans. I'm still going to be making content. I'm currently putting up videos for the Network Plus. After that, I'll be putting up Security Plus. 
Um, I don't know if I'm, I don't think I'm gonna be doing any higher level certs beyond that because you know I ain't, I, ain't got, I ain't got that kind of time. But the next project after that, I'm hoping to start teaching this stuff. Shout out to Savage Scientist for the five dollars. Make sure y'all go sub to Savage Scientist. After I'm done, I'm gonna pin his channel in the uh, channel thing up there. I keep forgetting to do it, but I'm gonna do it now. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so um, oh yeah, so the next project is to try to um, teach this stuff online because I know some people prefer the teacher-student learning dynamic. Um, but like I told you guys before, you know, if I do it that way, it's that's gonna be a paid option only because you know, I mean, you know, I gotta dedicate, <laughs> I gotta actually teach. You know what I'm saying? And then after that, I'm um, hopefully. I can get, get with my peoples and we can figure out how to bring an IT center of sorts to life here in Orlando where I live at, out in the hood, so I can help the babies out there and the youngins who are lost and confused, <laughs> help them discover the wonderful world of IT. Show them another option in life, man, or just something else and be exposure, you know. That's just, you know, my little personal project I want to do, well... You know, I want to do that in conjunction with my family members that work in IT. So but we'll see how that goes. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, I appreciate everybody sub. We put some money in here, all that stuff. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, appreciate that. If you leave me a message on Instagram and I don't be responding, it's not because I'm ignoring you. It's just I don't be really checking Instagram like that. Every time I look at it, I'm like, oh, crap, I got a message in there. But I try to answer it. All right, but other than that, y'all be safe out in these streets, and I'm going to holler at y'all later. Peace.